0: You know, so I, so I cleaned my room today before you got here. Mm. And then I also, because like my bathtub was looking kind of grotty. So I also like scrubbed my bathtub. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was thinking,
1: oh, I'm sorry. I didn't gonna... compliment how clean it
2: was. <laughs> you didn't even look at yeah. my bathtub.
0: Physical touch is a very important part of feeling connected with another person. Biologically, there are no fibers on our skin that sense touch which are associated with feeling physically and emotionally connected with another person. Our ability to touch the people we love, both sexually and non-sexually, can have a big impact on the depth that we feel love for another person, as well as how loved we feel by others. It depends on our love language, It can be one of the most important parts of a relationship for people whose love language is physical touch but can be of little importance for people who are more receptive to love in the forms of acts of service, quality time, thoughtful gifts, or words of affirmation. These two aspects of human connection being one physical touch and two navigating the different love languages of people in a relationship can change when people enter long distance relationships. How do we adapt the ways we show our love when we cannot physically be with our partner? When is a long-distance relationship not worth the longing and pain? Hi, welcome back. For those new to the pod, I'm Caroline, your host, and this is Questions in Your 20s, where we delve into the exciting, terrifying, and confusing parts of growing and reflecting in your 20s. Before we invite today's special guests to share their experiences and lessons from being in a long-distance relationship, I've done some pre-reading on the power of physical touch, and I want to share this with you because I think this can help us understand one of the factors that makes long-distance relationships so difficult, being physically away from each other. Also, just a reminder that even though the discussions on the pod are fruitful and therapeutic for me, The things we discussed together cannot replace medical advice, so if you don't feel like you're in a good place, regardless of whether or not you're experiencing major hardships, stresses or big life changes, go see a GP, go see a psychologist and look after yourself. This is not to just protect me, but this is to protect you as well. I want to make sure that you are looking after yourself and are protected. Anyway, that was the intro. Let's get on to talking about touch. There's a TED talk titled Fight Off Loneliness with Touch by Helena Wozling. She talks about how touch is something we associate with emotional closeness and we associate the absence of it with emotional distance. Being emotionally and socially responsive to touch is so biologically fundamental to us that the nerves in our skin that detect and emotionally respond to the touch of another person, thus affirming our relationships, our social connections and even our sense of self, these nerves are called C-tactile afferents or CT by the way, They're they're on almost every centimeter of our skin. And the only places that they're not on are the palms of our hands and the soles of our feet. And this tells us a lot about the biology behind physical touch. We are born with these nerves because we were born to kind of connect with people through physical touch. These nerves are tuned to three main things. One, light touch. Two, gentle movement. And three, the temperature of around 32 degrees Celsius, which happens to be the temperature of human skin. So while this is the biology behind it, there's also a lot of studies that show the power of physical touch. A study in 2019 showed that physical touch can be beneficial for our mental health, resulting in lower stress levels, increases in self-esteem, and it can change the way that we perceive our stresses so that we are more likely to feel like we can overcome those stresses. And it's not just mental health, there are physical health benefits for that come from physical touch as well. Another study showed that physical touch can have benefits to our physical health when we combine high physical touch with high emotional support and it can be protective against high blood pressure and be advantageous for people's cardiovascular health as well. I have linked the DOIs of the studies and the link to the TED Talk in the show notes, so if you're interested in reading more about it, feel free to to go for it. And without further ado, I'm going to now introduce our guest. This week is a very special week because we have a guest for the first time. Yeah. Um, oh also, are you saying your name or are you anonymous? Oh facts. I
1: um
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll be I'll be Jim today.
0: Okay, so today we are yeah. um joy- we are being joined by Jim. Jim yeah. and I, mean, we have been friends for three years Yeah So, not like a long friendship, but a rich friendship <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's
1: pretty long to be honest it's Long,
0: three, three years, and then yeah. we spent almost every day together last year Yeah. So. Yeah, we
1: did That was really fun Yeah Yeah
0: Anyway, so Jim and I spend a lot of time together, mm. um, but today was the first time Jim came to my house. He's <laughs> in my room for the first time, and he's actually the first person that I've met in uni who's been inside my house. Yeah. So lots of firsts. Today. Very
1: honoured today, I feel.
0: What did you think of like, my space? Because you've seen it on Zoom and FaceTime.
1: It's very different to how I imagined it would be in real life. Really? Well, I haven't. Yeah, I've seen it on Zoom and FaceTime, but it's quite nice, actually. Very Caroline. Like the moment <laughs> you open the door it's just like it's just you. I'm quite a big fan of your desk as well. It's gigantic. Oh thanks. And so much space. And of course the whiteboard. Yes. Very Caroline as well. It's it's very nice actually. I quite like it.
0: Thanks.
1: It's thank okay. You. And I
0: have a Himalayan
1: salt. Yeah, salt lamp too. salt lamp. Is because that is that real Himalayan salt? Mm, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: not like a a stone. There was a crystals person. Uh huh. But I believe that it cleanses the energy of the space. Really? Yeah. Okay. And because I'm a sinner, I do <laughs> some things to yeah. balance things
1: out. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's very nice. I, I think. it's it matches the aesthetic quite well.
0: So to get to know the guests better, we're doing a an am I the asshole segment, <laughs> and mm. I was looking up. I was looking up some stories, so you haven't even heard of these yet. No, I haven't, yeah. Okay, so I will read them out for you. Okay. And then I want to know whether or not you think they're the asshole Mm -hmm. and reasons why. Okay, all all right, I'm going to have to be
1: formulating the answers while you're reading. Mm, Yes, Mm.
0: we'll see if we disagree or agree.
1: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Okay. all right, here we go.
0: So the first one. Can I read it? Yeah, go ahead. All right.
1: Am I the asshole for having a crush on my ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend? Okay. My ex-girlfriend and I, both female, broke up in May of 2022. We had been dating for six months, and a few months later, her and another boy, now her ex, started dating and broke up around somewhere in April 2023 this year. So now being in December, they have been apart for some time, and I only recently, maybe like two weeks ago, started having a crush on her ex. For safety reasons, I will call him Cookie, all right? So me and Cookie sit next to each other in French classes, and I've always really wanted to talk to him because he's funny and high-key my kind of guy. And so I kept talking to him, and I was thinking, like, this guy is kind of cute. He is funny, and we both like a lot, and I mean a lot of the same things. So over time, we kept chatting in French, and I was giggling and blushing, and we were having a laugh together. But I see my ex's best friend watching us talking. Mmm... (sighs) <sighs> are you the asshole for having a crush so what's the logistics here this is, I need like a diagram to visualise this my ex-girlfriend <laughs> wait, let me just draw like <laughs> okay an ex-girlfriend's ex-boyfriend so she dated the girl first is that right? yeah and then now she dated this guy after her yeah but then they broke up? yeah okay alright uh, honestly not the asshole. I think that logistics is, I mean, some people might, I can see how some people might find that a bit of like, uh, what's the word? Like, it's like, there's so many people out there. (laughs) So it's like, must you go for my ex? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But uh, if, I mean, the way she's describing it, it's like they, they really click. So I don't think it's an asshole. Plus, you don't really owe your ex anything. I feel like it would be, like, an encroachment on that relationship might be, like, anyone in the ex-girlfriend's, like, family. That would be, like, that would be too much, I think. Like, yeah. imagine it's, like, your ex-girlfriend's brother. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, but I think in this case, it's, I, I would, I think it's all right. What do you think?
0: I also agree with you, not the asshole. I think it's fun that they have the same taste
1: in <laughs> men. And um, the same taste? Oh, I mean, they like each other And they as like well. each other, too. Yeah, fair enough.
0: But, uh, I mean, also, like, I'm also a sucker for, like, crushing mm. And look at this person giggling and blushing. Yeah, fair enough. That's so cute. That's yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. I think... I think I'd be weirded out if my uni ex-boyfriend mm. started dating my high school ex-boyfriend I mean yeah that's just weird on <laughs> so many levels
1: think, uh, <laughs> that I, I would probably you know. send you into like some sort of spiral <laughs> just just imagining that phone call <laughs> oh goodness me and
0: I think cause like if you've kissed both of them and then now they're kissing each other
1: damn that's crazy <laughs> I mean I, I mean they've washed their mouth Caroline <laughs> it's okay I don't know like,
0: I, but like I get why the girl like. The person who's dated both of them would be uncomfortable, mm. but also yeah, you, nobody owes you anything after you've broken up.
1: Mm-hmm. Just decency yeah.
0: and respect, and I feel like yeah. this isn't disrespectful in yeah. any way. Yeah,
1: and this isn't really encroaching on that other person's like life in any way. Yeah, exactly. Like, they broke up, so oh, you're like you're not making her life any harder or anything.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. So it's like yeah.
0: Am I the asshole for finding a new girlfriend too quick after a divorce?
1: Ooh, this one's a bit of a tough one. We'll see.
0: Some backstory. My ex-wife and I divorced about 11 months ago. Mm. She initiated the divorce, and after a family therapy session, I decided to sign off on the papers because I felt like I was hindering her happiness. Aww. That's sad. I let her go so that she could be happy. Even after the divorce, we had no hate towards each other, and we would occasionally see each other when all of our friends gather for special occasions. But other than that, we didn't really see each other much. About six months after getting divorced, I started dating again and found a woman who I loved being around. So today, my friends were having a meetup and invited me and my girlfriend to come hang out. Keep in mind that my ex is friends with my friends too, so she was going to be there. At the meetup, I introduced my girlfriend to group, to my group of friends and everything went normal as usual. It wasn't until I noticed that my ex looks, looked like she wasn't having fun and acted cold towards me and my girlfriend. I asked her what was wrong, but she wouldn't talk to me, so I asked one of her girlfriends to see what was going on. Her friend told me that I was an asshole for moving on so quickly after the divorce and that I should wait at least two or three years or discuss it with my ex before starting to date again. I was confused about hearing about this and I thought it might be best if we left early. I'm flabbergasted by what was told to me and I genuinely don't feel like I did anything wrong. Is there, an, um, is there an unspoken rule that you've got to wait X amount of time before dating again after a divorce?
1: Okay, so... Hmm. Is, okay, we can, we can answer that question first, actually. Mm-hmm. Is there an unspoken rule that you've got to wait X amount of time? I think it depends on the context, right? Yeah, it does. In this case, I feel like he's not the arsehole. Because, well, one, she initiated the divorce with him. Yes. So is she in a position to be like, I don't want to be with you, but you also can't be with other people? I feel like that's like outrageous. So no, it, that's not, not the arsehole. And I mean, it seems like initially he didn't even want to get a divorce. And then they've gone to therapy and decided that it's for the best. So, if they've decided that that's for the best, I mean, he doesn't have his to live his life single because they're divorced. 11 months, I mean, it, well, again, it also depends. Like, some people just deal with separation differently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He might have gone through, like, a really immense period of grief. And, I mean, 11 months is still, like, a substantial period of time. I know marriage is like a large commitment and they probably were together for several years but I don't know I don't think he did anything wrong to be honest and that, that wife is just bitter she's like damn and seeing this girl make him happy what the hell no,
0: yeah, I, I agree she left him yeah. one. also they have been we, I think it also depends on other factors that we don't know for example how long were mm. you together for Mm -hmm. because my general rule is and I think we've talked about this Mm -hmm. but you have to be I mean I would like to be single for the same amount of like months that I was in a relationship
1: (laughs) for but say you were married 11 years 132 (laughs) months later yeah so that rule doesn't work and also
0: some people check out of relationships emotionally while the relationship is still happening Yeah. so they may be ready before that
1: exactly that's another thing yeah. yeah like yeah i've seen that happen mm-hmm. like people yeah people ended the, the relationship but they kind of were out of it mentally for weeks even maybe even a month before it actually ended so yeah
0: and yeah. if they have kids i feel like the wife should definitely be involved in the conversation because then they Yeah,
1: that's true. And you're introducing someone new into the relationship. Yeah. Kids weren't mentioned, but mm-hmm. I guess that's actually a really good point to bring up. Fair enough. Because if I had kids and I had gone through a divorce... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even though you're divorced, you're still a team when you're co-parenting. Exactly. So. And,
0: like, say if I was divorced and I had to drop my kids off at my ex-husband's house... Mm. And there's a random woman there yeah, who's going to be true. interacting with them. Yeah, you like... want
1: to, like, vet that woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, make yeah. sure
1: that she's... Yeah. I've actually seen a few things on Instagram where, like, the ex and the new, like, partner become, like, very close friends mm-hmm. because of, like, the co-parenting relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's, like... It's actually good to see, it, to be honest. It is. But, yeah. I I also understand like the the partner's perspective because it can be a bit of like a blow just to hear like even though you broke up and whatever you've moved on just that first time you hear like the partner has a new your ex has a new partner or like they've like had a fling or whatever like like that that initial feeling is definitely something that you have to like process so if she wasn't aware at all of the new partner and then he just brings it on her at the party i can also see why she was acting kind of cold because that's a lot to deal. like like they were married and divorced and to see your partner with someone else that's new it's also a lot i don't think the guy did anything wrong but i can understand why she's being
0: But also, I'm just not interested in seeing my ex's new partner. Yeah, exactly. So I just want to be very, very, very far. away exactly. And exactly. also, I just in my mind, like I was the most perfect girlfriend. Like how could you, like, how can you find someone <laughs> more <laughs> suitable than me? You know? Yeah, fair like, enough. Who will, who will be more loving? Who will usurp
1: me? Who will I like, want? Usurp me. What
0: does that mean?
1: I hope I used it right. I think it uh, means, like, overtake. I mean, who will Replace yeah, me? no one's going to usurp me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I taught you a word. Thanks. Very nice. Wait, can you Google that? <laughs> okay. How do you... S- U-S-U-R-P. 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 Yeah. yeah. To
0: take illegally or by... <laughs> <laughs> to take the place of
1: someone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: No one... Yeah. Who will usurp me? Today we're going to be talking about long distance relationships and I've brought mm. in Jim who is an expert, um, he's had experience with, <laughs> <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> he's had
2: experience okay. dating during yeah.
0: COVID lockdown mm. in high school,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, as well as, you can tell us more about this, but mm. also like your, your partner Mm. living really far away this year mm, mm-hmm. so just give give us an insight into your experience and your background with long distance relationships
1: I mean I guess long distance I guess everyone kind of had long distance during COVID mm-hmm. um, unless you were living with your partner but it's that really long distance yeah I suppose yes so yeah in high school I was with someone um, and Unfortunately, there was the COVID outbreak. That was very weird initially. So because we weren't actually long distance, the sudden change into not seeing each other at all, that was weird because mm-hmm. we had seen each other quite regularly before that. Okay. So that took some adjusting and some feelings to be hurt. Uh, but luckily when they extended some of the zones then it was easier because like they would allow like I don't know like 30 minutes of exercise or something was it every day so during that time not every day but during that time then when the zones were extended then we were able to see each other so it became a bit easier but definitely I think the main challenge is when you can't see a partner communication becomes really important. Um even this year as you said with my partner being very 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 far away. It's uh it's very different. It 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 can get tumultuous at times. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, from from what I've learned, I think you need to have like a really solid foundation with communication. Um because if things don't get addressed then immediately problems start and because they're so far away or in COVID because you can't see them it's a lot harder to fix at least from my experience from my experience if there's problems they always get fixed a lot better when you can see the person and like you're together because I think that like togetherness kind of just like helps (laughs) <laughs> it Aww, helps like I don't know you. I, don't you agree? yes yeah, I, no, I agree yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> I okay, agree. okay yeah, yeah so I think yeah so clear boundaries um, like expectations mm-hmm. um, clear like understanding of I think schedule is really important actually um, because there was definitely periods where I got really busy um, and that would make my partner sad because they're like i can't even see you and then i can't talk to you because you're busy as well so it's like which is fair honestly so that's probably one of the harder aspects mm-hmm. um so yeah that really you need to have that also trust like because like you can have the trust of being with someone um especially if you're close together but when you go far away that like I feel like small things take like bigger hits at the trust. Um, because you don't see them. So like if for example if, if they were close, something could happen and like you're like, Oh, oh that's unfortunate, oh like that made me sad But then you go see them and you talk it over and you fix things and you don't feel as affected. But because of that distance, like it just it just lingers for a bit longer. And like their feeling of hurt stays for a bit longer as well. Um, but I mean, there's also positives, because if you can get through the long distance, then it kind of shows stability, um, and trust, and love, and it's fun when you get to see them after a long time. That's like, like a new level of, like, excitement and euphoria, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But yeah, um... It's not the best, I definitely prefer close distance. <laughs> close distance is my favorite, <laughs> but, yeah, I've, I've actually, yeah, I'm gonna have to do another, it's gonna happen again when placement starts.
0: Oh, you've got another two years of long distance, is that right?
1: Uh, I think one and a half, if one my half. understanding is right, but,
0: wow. okay. yeah, what about you? Um. of communication and expectations mm, mm-hmm. um, I'll just say like, what I think first then. Mm. I think communication is always important for every relationship because you need to communicate things like well I feel this way mm-hmm. when you do this thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's important mm-hmm. um, communicating things like well I'd really like it if you called me more or mm-hmm. I'd like it if um, whenever we spent time together that you were more present or whatever those yeah. things, like, are always going to be important relationships. Yeah,
1: regardless of long distance, I think. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But when there's long distance, you have new things to talk about, such as, okay, well, um, maybe we used to see each other twice a week, but now with long distance, we might call every, every day, or mm-hmm. um, maybe we'll have to call at the same time every day, mm-hmm. find mm-hmm. a routine. Mm-hmm. And set like clear expectations to like um when we used to live close, then mm-hmm. we would go out together mm-hmm. with our friends mm-hmm. But now that we're going out with different friends, mm-hmm. um, like if there's anyone in your friendship group that like might have a crush on you that I'd like to know about it, even if that conversation makes you yeah. uncomfortable.
1: Honestly, that's uh yeah. that's yeah. All of those things are true. Um and I was just reading I was just reading that, and the physical touch thing as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, like, just like being able to, even just hug your partner. It's like, yeah. it's like a relieving feeling. Mm-hmm. So, I guess the lack of physical touch can also make it a big difference as well in terms of your feeling of comfort. Um, and you're right. Like, I didn't even think about like going out with different friends and uh, yeah, doing all of that it's true you need to I think it's all about boundary setting and being open and clear as you said yeah how
0: was it how was it from going from always like spending time together with the same friends because we all spend Mm. time together at lunch and we eat lunch together Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to watching your partner spend time with a completely new group of people
1: I didn't mind at all to be honest yeah. I was happy for her I was like That's more good. friends good. Yeah. Um, but yeah I mean I never had any worries about like going out or spending time with people
2: mm-hmm. um, yeah
1: more about like how comfortable she's feeling because like it can be ang- ang- anxiety inducing like going into a new environment context i was the one who stayed like
0: yeah. oh <laughs> yes the context yeah she she moved yeah so about
1: like three hours yeah away. roughly so um that that's also like nervous like i was nervous for her as well Yeah. um but yeah I, I never had any issues with that and i don't think my partner had any issues with that either so that's something i didn't even think about
0: mm,
1: okay. there you go nice.
0: So, Mm. on the topic of physical touch, Mm. because physical touch is so, well, it's important to some people, or most people, whatever. Mm -hmm.
1: I think it's really important in all relationships. I think so. Even
0: if it it doesn't have to be sexual as well. Yeah, definitely not. Just to be connected with Mm -hmm, each other. mm -hmm. So, what's your love language?
1: Oh, okay, yes. So, yours are in front of me.
0: Yes, mine are physical touch, Mm. quality time, and acts Mm. of service.
1: My number one was quality time uh-huh. my next one was physical touch yeah and then my third one was words of affirmation uh, okay. yes so yeah. I think I do like to be comforted from time to time mm-hmm. so yeah those words can mean a lot yeah. cool I actually I do think that my top three love languages are different to my partners definitely but I think quality time, we share. Okay. Uh, physical touch is, I I believe, physical touch is lower down.
0: Really? My, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: But acts of service, um, words of affirmation are higher up as well. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, to some extent similar, but also slightly different. But yeah, I love myself some quality time. What can I say? It was like, it was like by a landslide. Really? Yeah. Well, I was surprised that your partner's physical touch is so low because... Oh, it's not low. Oh,
0: a low word. It's low, we touch yeah. each other all the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, not, not, not Jim and I, but yeah. Jim's girlfriend and I. We are always touching. But okay. Oh, we hold hands We link arms. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But, um, it makes sense. I, I, I mm. do
0: see that as
1: well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Holding hands is honestly like the number one, the number one physical touch. Yeah. It's just like my favorite. Oh, that's
0: so cute. Okay. All right. That's cute. <laughs> okay. Um, for for me, physical touch is also like the most important by a landslide. Mm. Like, to the point where I was just thinking, if I didn't have physical. Like, would
1: you even have anything? Like,
0: (laughs) I was thinking, because I was talking to someone and they were saying, like, oh, yeah, physical touch is important to me but I don't think it's important to the point where if I didn't have it then I would feel like a malnutritioned child <laughs> and I was like, uh, I think I would honestly I feel like I would my, my body would shut down if I like wasn't, <laughs> you couldn't you didn't have that yeah, yeah if I wasn't like touching stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. but okay uh, yeah. do you know, cause if, with, even with friends like I'm yeah. always holding my friends hands mm, or we always mm. like being close to each other mm, mm. um
1: that's true that's true actually yeah yeah I think I think there there's actually a noticeable difference like when the partner when your partner goes away mm-hmm. like that period of time where you don't see them and then you see them again and you're like holding hands or hugging or whatever it's like it's it's very different actually like the overall feeling Yeah. Um,
0: because some people don't have a physical touch right? mm-hmm.
2: Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but do you think or do you how do you okay, my question to you is like how do you uh manage being long distance mm. while also having different love languages?
1: Uh,
0: has it changed has being long distance changed the way that you love each other?
1: Wow. Mm. Oh change the way that we love each other probably not it's more not the way we love each other but maybe the way we show that we love each other or care about each other because certain things are limited because of distance right so you've got to be more creative (laughs) or or like things instead of doing like I mean for anything important we'll still see each other so it's, it's not like a insurmountable distance but because of things like our uni and work it is hard to see regularly Um, or like as much as we would if they were close you know what I mean Mm. but I don't think it's changed the way we love each other no that's
0: interesting Mm. because I think the the reason why I'm interested in knowing about Mm. my love language and understanding how important the different mm. love language are, languages are for me mm. and like for my partner is because we have to give love the way that they want, the, to, the receive way that they it, want to receive it yep. not the way that we want to receive it facts, Right.
1: that's so. big facts
0: mm. even with my friendships with people who hate physical touch I, like,
1: you can't give them a hug yeah, you can't, you can't, can't run them up to them f- and give them a hug you
0: can't hug them but then they, they really care about quality time so mm. spend time together but mm-hmm. not
1: touch Right. Okay. <laughs> and you're like you're like starving <laughs> <during this time. laughs> I'm famished <laughs> but uh, I think that's
0: really important yeah yeah and so definitely when you're long distance you, will, you, will, you would already love them the way that they want to be loved normally but with long mm. distance I think it adds to like the the set mm.
1: yeah, I don't know but I think that's a really good point it took me a while to understand that yeah that's valid, that's valid. like especially when I was younger mm-hmm. I was like I was like, if, if I was this person, I would be I would be so happy. <laughs> but then I'm like, wait, then they're not me.
0: This one is more of a logistics mm-hmm. principles question. But I know that in your case, you were doing long distance because you had to. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people have to do long distance after making a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, would you like me to lift your chair up? Mm-mm. Oh, you're like this? Oh, you're comfortable. Yeah, this is comfortable. Okay. Do you need a pillow?
1: No, I'm good. I'm okay. good. You let me know if you need one. Okay.
0: Okay. Anyway, so... What are your thoughts on... Mm. So the c- scenario would be that you've been... One of you, have been, or say you, for example, have been offered like a really fantastic job opportunity, but mm. it's three hours away. Mm. And so in this case, unlike your situation with your partner now, you can choose whether or not to take it. Mm. But in this scenario, you are still your age now. So you're still in your 20s.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so oh, you're not we're, married. Oh, because we're questions in our 20s, aren't Yeah, we? this is questions yeah, in our 20s. Yeah, okay, I like that. Um,
0: so you're not married, you don't have kids. Mm. Uh, you've just, like, say you've been dating for the same amount of time, you're dating your partner now.
1: Yeah.
0: What are your thoughts on that? And would, like, what... I mean, it's super complex and would require a lot of conversations, but what, what are your thoughts on...
1: Yeah, um... So it's not my relationship, just like any relationship. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Just like what are your beliefs on? Yeah. Okay. So it really just depends on the. I feel like the, the, the stability slash length of the relationship matters a lot as well. Mm-hmm. So like, if you're set on this being your partner, then that's something you probably need to consider a lot more. Like, if it's like you guys have been dating for three years, for example, and it's like all going really well, and you feel like moving might cause problems in something that's otherwise really fantastic, then that's something that you need to consider really strongly but at the same time if it is the person who's like rooting for you, uh, like your partner I feel like part of their, because like in your like in that situation you obviously don't want to move from your partner Yeah. but I feel like Part of the partner's role there is to reassure them that it will be okay. Because I'm assuming that this is like a really good opportunity. And those opportunities don't come around very often. So if you don't take this opportunity, could it set your career back? Um, Could you miss out on other opportunities that are really good because you didn't take this one? Mm -hmm. Those things are really important. And I feel like it's actually the job of the partner to take a step back and be like look even though we're really enjoying like this is all really good right now and if you move it might change like I don't want to hold you back Yeah. and I want to support your, gro- your your growth right so I feel like that makes a difference as well and then the other thing to consider so I feel like in any situation where it's just you and your partner
2: yeah that's okay 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 sorry very good
1: throw there Uh, if it's just you and your partner I feel like you probably just have to you just have to move if it's like a such a good opportunity Mm -hmm. like if it's something that you could find here then what's the point right like I feel like demanding this move is like for like a once in a lifetime chance but if it's not just you and your partner like you have dependents which are kids then it becomes very different yeah. because you chose to have kids <laughs> they didn't choose to have you as a parent right so your obligation to them is much greater than anything else and I am a big proponent of stable households okay. and and the growth of children in, in like safe stable environment that they're familiar with because that's like children are supposed to be nurtured and like helped so if their dad or mom or I'm just saying dad because I'm a boy but <laughs> if their dad or mom was far away then that, that that definitely would make a difference in their personality and how they grow and how they develop mm-hmm. and so it's like if you have kids it's family over everything so I would like I would only move in that case if it was like really necessary like if I was going to lose my job and I needed I need I to support my family so I need to move to like, get a job here or if I work this job for a little bit then it will set up my family really well in the future and then again it's like these conversations where it's like I, if I have to move can my partner move with me? Because if if it's just me and my partner, then they don't have to move, right? Um, because like if they've got a life in wherever we're living, then I wouldn't force them to move. And I wouldn't even force them if I had kids as well. But it's like, if they can move and I have to move, then maybe that's the choice you you might have to talk about with your partner. Because I feel like But then again, uprooting your kids from where they've grown up is hard as well. Damn, that's really tough. Yeah, so... Yeah, I actually... I need to think about that a bit more. Yeah, okay, I'll leave it at if it's just you and your partner, you can move, and your partner should support that. If it's because I'm assuming this isn't like a light you're not gonna like never see a partner again <laughs> like <laughs> so you're just moving to Antarctica or something yeah. but like if you have kids then there's a lot more to think about and like it should only be like in really dire situations or like really desperate situations that you have to like uproot everything that you've got yeah thoughts even
0: though it's far from like us the idea of, like, having kids and moving around. Yeah. I think it's still re- very relevant for us to think about these things because the reality is, the doctors do rotate around. mm
2: mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And
0: I think, like, we rotate around until we're... Like, 40.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> right. my, my 40-year-old consultant was still like, oh, I have to go to Albury this week. What? I was like, what? No, like,
0: that, that happens. Yeah. That happens. But in this situation now, like, as a uh-huh. woman in her 20s... hmm I wouldn't, um, like, I don't really see myself declining job opportunities for relationships. Yeah. Same. Because I think your twenties is about growing, growing, setting foundations. Yeah. And even if I loved my partner to the point where I was like, Oh, I just cannot stand being away from this person for a really long time. Mm. And even if it was a choice that I made entirely and I was never pressured to stay, Mm. um, I think if anything happened in my career that like if it like compromised me getting to a training program or whatever I would feel resentment against myself and possibly the partner. For I could like,
1: see the like I could see developing resentment against the partner.
0: Right like how could you let me how Yeah you let you me stay? exactly that's why, why I said didn't yeah. not you force me to go Why didn't you not you yeah. tell me that like you would be here when I come back.
1: That's, like, what I said. Like, it's basically the partner's obligation there to, yeah. to support you, to, to, like, encourage your growth.
0: Right. And I if I was the other person and my partner...
1: Yeah, I would I, tell them to go. I would be like, go. go. Don't, don't even don't, think, don't, about don't it. It. Yeah. think about it. Don't think about it. You
0: need to go. And I don't want to see you stay back just for our relationship and then, like, miss out on potential, you know, but like, mm. for a good job. Mm-hmm. we can have this same discussion again if we're st- st- still together in our 30s and 40s yeah
1: I think it's very different to move when you're oh. settled
0: the last question is a little bit uncomfortable but oh, okay. essentially with being long distance mm-hmm. when when do you decide that like, overcoming the barriers or the, the troubles of being in a long distance relationship isn't worth mm-hmm. working when do you think that people would be happier single then?
1: yeah I mean honestly probably the same things apply to like a normal I mean a long distance relationship is normal but like yeah. like one where they're not long distance I think all of the same rules apply but maybe things might come into effect earlier mm-hmm. uh, actually I-, I might change my opinion I think things might come into effect later in a long distance relationship because you're not seeing each other enough to notice the things that mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. but I also think that sometimes when you don't spend time together for a long time and then you suddenly see them again you might notice things that like you didn't previously notice and that could either be a good thing or a bad thing you, you don't really know but just to answer your question I think it's like relationships aren't worth it if they're like detrimental to your mental health um so if you feel like it's not really going, like if it's making you upset and it's not going well, and I mean, in our 20s, we need to start planning for the future, I guess. Then it's like, is it, it's not worth it. And that, the same thing applies to if you're seeing someone very regularly because you live close. Yeah. Um, sometimes things might be swept under the rug a bit more, actually, in long distance relationship, because you might put it down to being far away. So then, that that's something you need. Like, that's actually like something that makes it a bit complicated. Cause it's like, are we not working, or is it because we're far away? And if it's because you're far away, do you just stick through it? Because you like when we get back together, it'll we'll be fine. Um, that's that's honestly, it really just depends. Like how much you can deal with, and your partner as well, because it's not easy being far apart. So it's definitely easier being close together. Um, So, yeah, it all depends on why. So are the things that are making you upset or affecting your health and your stability, like, are they fixable? Are they clearly because of distance? And if it's because of distance, like, would it suffice to see each other once, like, maybe a bit more, or, like, do more calls, or, like, do more online things together you know because of like technology at least even though you may be far apart you still have means to be close because even though I was far away I probably still spent the most time talking to my partner even though they were like in whoop whoop alright so it's like yeah it really just depends on what's causing the problem and uh, is that fixable yeah but A lot of the time those questions don't get answered very well because they're difficult conversations and it's a bit scary to have those. So then it comes down to, is it worth it for your mental health? And like, are you going downhill? And are you happier when you don't have to think about it? Could be. Sometimes people just need a break as well. But yeah.
0: I think my, I mean, it makes sense, but like my rule is if you're having more bad days yeah, that's literally it. Yeah, yeah that's a that's, sign. that's a sign that it's not good. Yeah. yeah. Also, I don't think it's worth it. Like long distance relationships are worth it for people who don't see.
1: see yeah, your future. future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You
0: don't have to be married get, to get married to this person, but I think like if you like, if you don't like them enough to want to sort of build something with them.
1: Yeah, that's not worth it. I yeah. agree, hundred percent. Long distance relationships hard, <sighs> but it's okay. That was.
0: um, this week's episode thank you so much for tuning in that's and thank okay. you so much Jim for joining us today <laughs> that's
1: okay thank you Caroline for inviting me oh of course pleasure the talking to time. you as always thank
0: you hmm. the next time Jim comes we probably will talk about
1: red flags and green flags <laughs> that's gonna be, <laughs> that's be fun yes, yes. I love right. judging people
0: oh, <laughs> I love judging all right goodbye
1: bye <laughs> I've gotten out of three tickets. Yeah? Successfully, yeah. Nice. Even, I even got out of a warning. <laughs> <laughs> because I thought it was a fine. I was like, where?
2: You appealed a warning.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought it was a fine. I was like, oh, no. where's the fine? I was like, it doesn't say it was a fine. Yeah. Because I didn't see the thing on top that says it's a warning. Uh-huh. I just saw, like, the big thing. So then I was like, well, I guess I'll appeal it. And they were like, it's a warning. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh okay, whoops. <laughs> so dumb. Oh goodness me.
0: Okay. I'm ready to start.
1: You're not lying are li- you lying down?
0: down? I'm always lying up.
2: Okay,
1: alright. Oh, okay. okay. Wait, let me get Okay. Alright, here we go. Oh. Perfect.
0: Okay. Oh, I'm so comfy. Yeah, me too.
1: No, this I'm going is... get an extra pillow. Okay. This is cool. Oh my god, look at you when you were like seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait i was actually seven wait actually yeah.
1: wow look at me wow that's crazy i, had, I was
0: walking
1: the side pony mm. oh my god it's only one side <laughs> i thought it was <laughs>